Welcome to episode 45 of the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. Today we're talking about how to feel inspired during COVID-19. We're looking at a whole new normal right now and people are being asked to shelter in place and really we're out of our comfort zone. Today in this podcast, we're going to talk about why it is important right now to start making lemonade. We're going to talk about what is an inspiration list challenge and why you should do it today and talk lots of actions you can do right now to feel peace. Let's get started. Welcome to the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. I am Kim McLaughlin, your host. I am a licensed psychotherapist. I am a motivational coach. I am a blogger, podcaster, and mother. I am also one of the millions of people right now who are on a shelter-in-place order given the COVID-19 crisis that we're going through. As I'm recording this, I'm in California, and like I said, we're in a shelter-in-place order from the government. And I have no problem with that. I see the value of it. And I know that there's a lot of controversy over whether this is a good thing or a not good thing. But I am listening to what is being said. And my family and I are following the shelter in place order. So that means we're asked really to stay at home and not go out or not be anywhere where we're like six feet from each other. In our area, there is no um, stores are open, there is no restaurants are open, we can get takeout order, we can go to the grocery store and get gas, but we're really asked to stay home and, or if we're out and about, not to be in close contact with other people. My husband and I are lucky enough that we get to work from home right now, and this means that money's still coming in. I know that for a lot of you that you're not able to work and this is going to create a huge emotional challenge as well as a financial challenge in terms of paying bills and really moving through this crisis time feeling okay. And I want to focus this podcast on how we can get through this together and look for this time to be different. Like I said, my husband and I are at home with our daughter. Her school closed at the beginning of this week, so she's been home doing homeschooling. It's been pretty fun to watch, interesting, because she'll get daily notes from her teacher. Her teachers are sending out little videos each day with fun facts and different jokes, and they're staying in touch with the kids. They're also doing a Google Hangout with the kids so they can see all of their friends. It's looking at this point like they're not necessarily going to be going back for the rest of this school year. And that's super sad to watch them all not being able to see each other because my daughter loves the community and loves to be with her friends. My husband has now been able to work from home, so he's doing telecommuting at home. And I have introduced into my therapy practice telehealth, which is a virtual way to have therapy with my clients over the internet. So we do uh, either on the computer or on their smartphone, we get to see each other and talk. And I've loved it because this last week, I've been able to see them in their home environment. And I've also been able to see them when they're kind of dressed down. And it's been super fun. It's 
been fun with some of the kids. I've been able to see their rooms and talk with them about what's in there. And it gives me an opportunity to look a little deeper into their lives and help support them through this time in our world. In talking with my clients, I've really had some revelations about ways that we can manage this time. And this is what we're going to talk about during this podcast. I've spent a lot of podcasts, the last two or three actually, have been focused on anxiety and fear and how to move through those feelings. And I think we are now at a time when we move through those feelings to enter into a transformative time of moving from anxiety into peace, confidence, and joy. That doesn't mean that I want to discount the feelings of fear and panic and overwhelm because I know those are there. And what I find for myself is they really come in waves and they're kind of, they're present for me and then they go away and they're present for me and they go away. I know what they're connected to. I know that it's about what's going on in the world right now. And I have been thinking about a way that I could manage this for myself and a way for my clients to manage this time period in a way that actually could be productive. And what I'm calling this is using this time of this challenge and transforming lemons into lemonade. I've talked about this before in a blog that I've done, which talks about lemon, the sour, and turning it into lemonade, which is the sweet. I'll actually put a link to that article in the show notes because it's a fun way to look at this transformative process in in the written form. So let me just tell you a story about how at one point in time, me and my, my family and I transformed lemons into lemonade. It's a time that was a couple years ago when my husband, my daughter, and I were going on a camping trip and we were going to go, we were making, we're on the free, big freeway. We're making a turn to go on this two laned road, headed out to the beach. And what happened is right as we were turning off the freeway, we started to notice that there was a lot of, um, smoke coming out of our engine. And we were obviously pretty concerned because we were going to be driving on this two-lane road for quite a lot of miles and there would be no cell service and no no gas service or any kind of any kind of mechanics around. So we decided that it was a little too much for us to go all that way wondering if the car was going to, you know, light on fire or something like that. So we decided to turn around and get it fixed. Problem was it was late on a Friday afternoon and there were no service stations that were open around us to look at the car. What we realized was that we were actually near my in-law's house and we thought we could call them and stay at their house for the night and see if we could get our car fixed. It was closer to go to their house than it would have been to go back to our own house. In calling my in-laws, they said, absolutely, we could come over. We had a really fun night. We talked with each other. We watched movies. We ate and just had a great time. It was a real spontaneous win for all of us. When we got up the next morning, we were able to call a mechanic locally and take our car in, have it looked at, serviced, and we were on our way to go back to our trip to the beach. We got to the beach. We had lots of fun. And what I realized is as we were walking through this whole process was that we could have been upset at any point in time of this and said, our 
weekend trip was ruined. We didn't have enough time at the beach. And we could have saw the sour lemon in this and called it a bad trip. What we decided to do was to make lemonade, to make it sweet, to look at the good in what was going on. And what we found was we were able to have a really fun time with our family, get to see them really spontaneously and enjoy the company. But then we were also able to go to our beach trip. We could have been caught up in the negativity that we got less time at the beach and we didn't get to camp as long, but we saw it as fun and made it a really joyful trip. When I thought about the COVID-19 crisis, I thought this is my opportunity to move from lemons to lemonade. I see a lot of fear and panic still going on around me in a lot of people. There continues to be stories of toilet paper being gone and food being sold out. Actually, when I went to get my mom some food this last week, they were sold out of all the meat was sold out, all the toilet paper, all the towels were sold out, all of the spaghetti sauce was sold out. There was frozen food that was gone. It was really odd to see such a little amount of food in the supermarket. And actually, we went to a, quite a few supermarkets and it was the same in every place. As I watched this happen in front of me, the, the lack of food and toilet paper and supplies in the market, it made me think about all the fear that people are feeling and the fear that they don't have enough. And I wonder if that might be something you're feeling is the fear that there won't be enough food, that there won't be enough to take care of yourself and your family, and that you're expressing that fear in going to the store and maybe overbuying, maybe buying more than what you need because you're afraid there won't be enough. If you're feeling that way, that there isn't enough, it makes sense given what's going on right now. It's a time of panic and it is a time of lots of overwhelm. And it's not even daily that there's changes going on. It's moment by moment. What's the new normal? What's the new requirement? What's the new request? We got our shelter in place order on Thursday late afternoon and Friday, I think it started Friday at 12 o'clock midnight. And we ended up going to Home Depot to get some paint so we could do some painting around the house, went to my office to get some things that I needed out of my office because we weren't sure how often we would be able to get out of the house after that. We were unsure about what the shelter in place orders would really mean. I've noticed that this idea of having extra food and extra toilet paper around is really about a feeling of powerlessness and a feeling that there's not going to, that you're not going to be able to take care of yourself. I encourage if you're feeling that fear, which I suspect most everybody is, that you notice what's underneath it and ask, what is this fear trying to tell you? What does it mean for you? And notice that fear and checking in with yourself can be really valuable. I suspect that underlying fear is powerlessness because we're all being challenged into working at home or not being able to work at all. We're also challenged having our kids home and they're not in school and we have to be a teacher when we're not used to being a teacher. There are people that are feeling fear of lack of money that isn't coming in or how am I going to school the kids? How am I going to work from home and take care of the kids? There's a lot of different challenges all of us are feeling as we're moving into this new normal. 
And actually, when I call it the new normal, it's the new normal that's going to change because I know with confidence that there will be a time where this isn't our normal, but this is the new normal for this moment. Hi, everyone. This is Kim, and my book is out. Feed Your Soul, Nourish Your Life, A Six-Step System to Peace with Food is live. I recommend you get it. It has all my six components of feeding your soul, as well as my own story. Pick it up now. You can find it on my website at feedyoursoulunlimited.com. Thanks. I'm going to call this an opportunity. I'm going to call this a time to do something different and to really look at taking care of ourselves in a different way. And I decided to do something radical. And this is to use my time as being in inspiration, to be inspired rather than be in crisis. I decided I wanted to use my time for good. I found that as I was talking about using this time for good, I shared it with all of my clients this last week about what could they do to make this time good for them, to make it a win, to make it lemonade for them. And we went into some specific detail with each of them. I thought that would be interesting to talk about with all of you. How I thought of this Lemons to Lemonade is each year I do what's called a summer bucket list challenge. And this is a challenge I give to myself and all of my followers on my blog and actually on my podcast. I did a summer bucket list challenge last year where you write down all the things you want to accomplish over the summer. This can be things that are new or interesting. And what it does is when you write down the summer bucket list challenge is you you put it to top of mind. It's the things that you might let go of and might not actually do over the summer. I found the summer is pretty quick. It, it's two to three months, boom, it's done. And if I don't get these um, needs in, then it's not going to actually happen. So what I like to do at the beginning of every summer is my family and I talk about what we would like to do that summer. And there have been things such as boogie boarding, going to the beach, going camping, having an outside picnic, riding bikes. You can see they're all really doable things that we have on our list. What makes it different is that when we write it down, we actually get it done because it becomes top of mind. We then get to do those fun things and have those that summer bucket list completed at the end of the of the summer where we know that we've accomplished something that we really wanted to do. I decided for this time right now with the COVID-19 is I didn't think the idea of calling a bucket list challenge was really appropriate given what all's going on. It just didn't that didn't make sense for me. But I thought we could instead call it an inspiration list challenge. I'm thinking that what we could all do is make a list of the things we want to accomplish during this time. Some of us are in lockdown and we can make a list of what we want to do to feel inspired. And then when we're done with this time of challenge, we'll have these things accomplished. And then we can look back and go, oh, there was some good that came out of the time where we were in the shelter in place and we had to stay inside for for all that time. I found that this inspiration list challenge is exactly what I need because I've been feeling a really sense of lack because I'm not able to do the things that I normally do. I like to go out and see people. I'm very much an extrovert. I like to be outside. I like to be close to people. I like to talk with them. I also really enjoy seeing my clients. I love seeing them face to face in my office. I feel real comfortable in my office. 
And I'm really missing that. I'm also missing going to church. I love going to church. I have a very close connection with people at church and I'm on the board at my church. So there are a lot of things that I do there that I can't physically go do right now. And I also go to the gym. I love my gym. I've been going for years and years and I don't get to go now because they're shut down. This makes it hard for me to have my old way of being right now. I, I have don't have those foundational pieces that I used to have. So I decided that my inspiration list challenge would actually take the place of what these normal things I do, put those into my challenge, and also add some other things in that might make this kind of fun. What I want to do in the end is be able to look back on this time and go, look at this thing I accomplished. Look at this thing that I learned. So I'm going to go through some ideas about what I'm thinking of for my inspiration list challenge and see what you might want to do. See what you might want to put on your list of things in the end to do. How will you challenge yourself is basically what it is. Once you challenge yourself with these items, the inspiration comes from really connecting to your needs and what you can do to fill yourself up. Here's some ideas that I've come up with. How about challenging yourself to declutter? We've actually begun that this week and we have been making piles. My husband actually was able to get a pile of items to the Goodwill before everything closed down the other day. So we're still in full on declutter list. But you could make a list of, or not a list, you could decide to every day put one thing in a pile of things that you would like to give away. Or you could reorganize, reorganize your books, reorganize your CDs, reorganize your DVDs, and put them in order in a way that makes sense for you. Another thing that I want to do is take an online class. There are lots of classes actually that are out there that are for free. If you go to my Feed Your Soul Community Facebook page, I'm going to be posting things that you can do during this inspiration list challenge. And I'm going to post some online classes that I'm finding that often are for free or very low cost. So that in the end, you could say, I took this class and I accomplished this. You could read a book. You actually could read a lot of books. I have books on my shelf that I haven't read that I'm going to take down and I'm going to start reading as part of my challenge. I've been hearing some people talk about binge watching shows. There are lots of shows that you might not have seen from beginning to end. Start with one of those shows and see it from beginning to end. That I think is going to be really fun. I love binge watching and I often don't have enough time. So binge watch a show. A challenge I'm making for myself is to pray daily. My church is having daily meditation and prayer time where we come together and our minister is leading it, which I love because this really makes me feel good. I am a very prayer-filled person. I have a sense of spirit for myself and I need to have that connection. So having various people in my congregation lead prayer is really helpful for me. I also encourage you to make art. Art is fun. Art for the sake of art. Draw, paint, do those adult coloring books. Do something, but make it. Make it colorful. Make it real. I have a friend who does glasswork, and she's been posting little miniature art pieces that she's been making out of glass. It's been really fun watching her make these. Actually, I'll put a link for her page in the Feed Your Soul community page because she does some beautiful artwork that I think you're going to love looking at. 
You could write a book. Lots of people talk about wanting to write a book, and this could be your time. NaNoWriMo, the National Organization of Writers. Oh, goodness, I'm getting that one wrong. And I'll have to, once again, I'll have to link that in my Feed Your Soul community, and you can see how you can be encouraged to write a book. You could work on a 10-minute plank. How about starting to do 30-second plank, then a minute plank, then a minute and a half? Every day, increase it by 30 seconds. I'm confident within a month, you'd be up to a 10-minute plank. That would be awesome. How about sending out a card a day? Send a card to somebody that you know. Send a card out to a business. Call one person a day. Call them on the phone and talk to them. That would be super cool. Another idea I had is to watch all the Best Picture Oscar winners. I would love to do that and see over all the years what the different movies are and just make that a fun evening activity every day. Listen to the full album. You know, um, lots of artists put out albums and we, I think there's still albums on DVDs, I'm sorry, on CDs, and you can listen to all the music back to back that they've created. That would be super fun. I strongly encourage you to engage every day in some type of movement. Move your body. We are going to be inside a lot sitting around. I've seen videos of people keeping their social distance and, um, you know, over six feet away from each other and they're doing Zumba together. So they're doing their activity or they're doing their movement, but they're keeping their social distance. They're doing this around their, um, their different housing communities. And that looked like a lot of fun. Or you could do something, write a haiku a day and talk about what your feelings are. Talk about what's going on for you at this point in time. I think you can see there are lots of ideas. I'll put more ideas in the Feed Your Soul Community Facebook group. But this is the time to make a challenge to yourself. How are you going to get inspired? What is your inspiration list challenge for yourself? Write it down. We know that when we write things down, we're more likely to do it. And also put an end date. How often do you want to do it? What's your requirement of yourself or your challenge to yourself of what you're going to do? And when will you have it done by? Those always work better when we say what we're going to do, how long it's going to take, and then also checking in with a partner. An accountability partner would be great. Somebody in your family to hold you accountable or to ask you, how's that book going? How is that 10 minute plank going? And they can help you remind, help remind you that this is what you'd like to do and that you'll actually feel better in the end. You could post in the Feed Your Soul community page and talk about what you're doing to be inspired during this time. I'd love to hear what you're doing because it takes a village. I don't know all the ideas and I'm getting more and more ideas as the days go on. What my plan, my challenge list is including declutter. I'm going to read, pray daily, engage in movement. And those are my, what, four of them at this point in time. And I'll be sharing more of what I'm doing on the Feed Your Soul community page. So I want you to think about how you can make lemonade right now. This is the time. This is the opportunity. We we can stay in the negative. I, I know that it feels fearful, that there's a lot going on. And I'm looking to transform that into inspiration, into this inspired idea, into this inspiration list. And challenge yourself to move through this time in a way that you say at the end, 
dang, I got this thing accomplished. I got this thing done. I feel better because of what I did. And then you will have this positive idea that will last you a lot longer than the fear of the COVID-19. I wish you all blessings. Thank you for joining us. We'll offer you more in the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast next week. Have a great week and keep safe. Bye, everyone. Thank you for joining us on the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. We come to you every Monday with fresh new ideas to help you end emotional eating and put food in its proper place as nourishment. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and review it and let us know what you think. Thank you for joining us.